So I feel like it's necessary to just go ahead and put a trigger warning on this episode because this episode is how I personally deal with anxiety. I do explain what makes me feel anxious and I just don't want to trigger anyone. For this third episode today, I figured it would be good a time as ever to talk about my struggles with anxiety and how I overcome them day to day. With everything going on, not only in the world, but in my personal life, my anxiety has been very high. And as much as I want to curl up in the fetal position and just stay in bed, the show must go on. So today, I'm going to be sharing with you how I overcome anxiety, and hopefully it will help you out as well. Hello and welcome to the It's Pretty Random podcast. I'm your host, Emily Burton, a growing YouTuber, blogger, and now podcaster. Here on the podcast, we're going to be having so many great conversations all about life's greatest hits from self-care and self-love to advice on growing your social media presence. And what could this podcast be without some random episodes thrown in? Please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you don't mind, leave me a rate and review. Okay, grab a hot beverage and let's get random, y'all. I know that anxiety is something we all deal with, the feeling of being anxious about something. But for some of us, it's more of a mental health situation where we get to that point that it just feels like our brains are on overload and that we're quickly shutting down, or at least running into a panic attack. So what do you do? How do you overcome this? Real answer? I'm not 100% sure. I'm definitely not a doctor or a therapist or a counselor, but I have my little tricks that help me personally, and maybe, just maybe, they'll end up helping you too. So I hope you grabbed your hot beverage. Today I'm sipping on a little Keurig latte that my friend gave me. She gave me a whole pack of the Mick Cafe lattes, and they are scrum diddly umptious. They're so good. Let me just start out with what makes me feel the most anxious, and I think a lot of people may agree with this but it's the fear of the unknown. For me, I have to have a plan or I'm just kind of a mess. I think we talked about this in the last episode. I get aggravated, moody, and under the surface, I start to feel my breaths becoming harder and harder to do naturally. I've always been hyper paranoid about life in general. I like to compare myself to the character on that 70s show, Hyde. Remember, he just thought everybody was watching him all the time. My parents were never like this, and I was never put in a situation where I should have been this paranoid about life. What I didn't realize was that this paranoia was stemming from anxiety. I had no clue what I was feeling until about four years ago. I was under a lot of stress at home, and my work schedule was so all over the place that I wasn't getting enough rest and ingesting way too much caffeine. I couldn't fall asleep on my own, or if I tried, it would take me an hour to actually fall asleep, or even more, really, and then I would wake up multiple times through the night. Then one morning, around 3 a.m., I actually thought that I was having a panic attack. I woke my boyfriend Chris and told him I needed to go to the ER. By the time we got to the ER, I was feeling better but still went in because I had no idea what had happened and wanted to be sure that I was okay. 
I thought I'd had a heart attack, so I, I just wanted that reassurance that, yeah, you're okay. After some tests were done, the doctor finally came in and said, there's nothing wrong with you. So I asked him what he thought it could be, and he honestly said, I don't know. I even questioned if it could have been a panic attack, and his response? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I really didn't have much luck with that doctor. He was absolutely terrible. But I can only assume that that was, in fact, a panic attack. Because why would a healthy 23-year-old be having a heart attack? I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's pretty rare. And that's when I started to look into ways to naturally help myself to never have one of those again. Trust me, I've had them. I had one recently when we dropped my dog off for surgery. That's actually where this episode came into play. I've still not gotten it down to a science, I'll be honest. I'm not, I'm not a doctor, like I said before, but... I've found ways to help myself when I get to feeling overwhelmed to help curb that nasty anxiety that usually comes with it. And I wanted to share a couple of my little tricks with you guys. I want to open up the floor here just in case I forget to do it later on in the episode, but I just want to let you know that I am constantly on Instagram. And if you ever just want to talk to someone because well, that's one of my tips. We're getting ahead of the game. But if you ever just need someone to talk to, to talk it out with, I'm here. And I would be more than happy to chat with you in a DM over on Instagram. You can just type in it's pretty random POD on Instagram and I should pop up. But I just want to open up that. I just want to leave the floor open there for you to know that, hey, you're listening to me, but I'm totally down to listen to you. My first little piece of advice for you is to get plenty of rest. From someone who has suffered with insomnia, I know how cliche this can sound, but, but hear me out. There are so many studies out there that tell you that you need eight hours of sleep per night in order to get a good night's sleep. And then there's those crazy stories you hear about the rich and famous saying that they only sleep three to five hours per night but I guess that's talking about more like success because they're not sleeping their lives away or whatever. But are they truly happy? Like, honestly, are, I know that people can be happy from making money and everything, but are they truly internally happy? How bad is their anxiety? You know what I mean? But saying all that, here's the thing. Everyone is different. For me, eight hours is great. I wake up and feel fine. But for you, if five hours is all you need, then great. If you're like me and you battle with insomnia, which ends up with me just feeling anxious about everything because I'm not getting the rest that I need, I would highly suggest that you try melatonin. Of course, check with your doctor and see if this is something that they would suggest, but it is all natural and it helps a lot of people out there to fall asleep naturally. And as hard as it is, and as cliche as this sounds, do try and get off of your phone, your computer, just, just any screen at least 30 minutes before you go to bed. Just make sure that you're getting plenty of rest. It's good for your body and your mind in so many ways. My second bit of advice, my tip, my trick, my whatever we're calling them in this episode, is to take up a calming hobby. 
For me, it's yoga. And let me just say that I was one of those people who thought, yeah, I don't have any time to work out every day after work. I've been working like an eight to 10 hour day. I've got to make dinner. I've got to do clothes. I've got to shower. I don't have time to exercise after work, which I mean, that's all complete bull crap. I started making the time to practice my yoga 20 minutes a day. If you haven't noticed, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, then you probably definitely haven't noticed. But one of my main things is I make the time instead of telling myself I don't have the time. I I make the time for stuff that makes me happy. But back back on topic, sorry, um, I personally like yoga because it makes me feel like I'm connecting with my mind, my body, and my soul. And every time I finish, I feel relaxed. And that's the goal. But there are so many options for you in this, like meditation, coloring, reading, etc. Just find a hobby that you can go to at least once a week to find that chill, that calm, something to just take your mind off of things. And number three is to learn that it's completely okay to cry. And when I say cry, I mean ugly cry. Crying actually releases stress and it's a great way to stay mentally healthy. As backwards as it sounds, when you start to feel that overwhelm, turn on your favorite crying movie. Little secret, mine is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 or High School Musical Senior Year. Don't judge me on that one, okay? I actually just saw like a memory on Facebook where I said is going to see Harry Potter and somebody literally asked me if I cried and I said no but almost (laughs) I bawled my eyes out and how many years has that been out I can still watch it and bawl my eyes out because there's just something about it when they like Hogwarts is in ruin and they just turn back and it's just the three of them. I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's my childhood and now I'm not a child anymore. So I'm not saying to just sit and think about something upsetting because that's kind of counterproductive. But you know what I mean? Just know that it's totally okay for you to cry, even if it's at something that seems a little silly. Just know that your feelings, they're valid. They are so valid. Number four is to talk with somebody about how you're feeling. You can talk to me if you don't want to talk to anybody in your family. I'm always here. And when I say to talk to someone about how you're feeling, I don't mean to just talk to them when you're in that place. Talk before you even reach it. I am so, so, so grateful to God that he blessed me with Chris, my boyfriend, Because not only is he a good listener, but he's so supportive and tells me when I'm being ridiculous. And it kind of just brings me back to earth just a little bit. I've, I've personally never went to counseling or spoke with a therapist, but I think that given the opportunity, it would be very helpful. Sometimes it's just really good to get it all out. Okay, the last one, number five, is to remember to take time for yourself. It can be so easy to go through week to week saying, I need a self-care day and never taking one. Try this. Each and every time you go to the shower this week, I want you to turn on your favorite playlist, your favorite podcast. (laughs) It's pretty random podcast. Um, (laughs) But no, shut the door behind you and just enjoy your shower. 
Be mindful of everything you're using from the way your shampoo smells or how your conditioner makes your hair feel or how your body wash smells so good and how it makes you feel. Then when you get out of the shower, take an extra five minutes to do your skincare routine and appreciate how beautiful you truly are. Taking this extra time to be mindful of yourself is going to make you feel so relaxed and hopefully will help with the feeling of overwhelm. I say all this because I've been on a mindfulness journey for quite a while now. It's something that takes a lot of practice, but if you can be mindful even for a short second of the way your clothes feel when you put them on or that first sip of coffee in the morning or the way your food tastes, your day and your life just tends to slow down a little bit more and it's not so rushed all the time. You know what I mean? I just want to say this to anyone out there who is struggling with anxiety or depression or any form of like mental health issues, just know that it doesn't define you. As I've mentioned in this episode, I've struggled with anxiety, insomnia, even depression, but I don't start out each podcast with, hi, I'm Emily Burton and I have anxiety. No, because it doesn't define me. It's part of me, yes but so is the fact that I have to wear glasses and contacts in order to see. I just don't want anyone out there to let their anxiety make them feel like they are less than or not deserving because guess what? You are incredible. You better have heard me. You are incredible. Repeat after me. I am incredible. I I couldn't hear you, but I hope you repeat it after me because guess what? You are. Okay, so that does it for today's episode, but I'm not done with you yet. If you enjoyed this episode or even got this far into it, you should take a screenshot and head on over to the It's Pretty Random Instagram page, which is just at It's Pretty Random Pod. That's It's Pretty Random P-O-D where I will be sharing each screenshot to my stories. Also, you'll be sure to keep up with the latest episodes. And like I mentioned before, the floor is always open. You can always DM me if you just need somebody to talk to. I'm here and we can chat. Just know that. And check out the blog, itsprettyrandom.com, where I will try my best to be posting related blog posts to each episode. One more thing, check out my YouTube channel if you're into lifestyle content reviews and just seeing my sweet dog Andy. Come on, cute puppies, who can resist? All you have to do is type in Emily Burton into the search bar and I should pop right on up. As always, I want to leave you with this Bible verse, and it's a good one, a short and sweet but really good one. It comes from Luke 19:10. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Lord knows I'm one of the lost, and to think he came to seek and save me. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll talk to you all again next week in a brand new episode. Bye guys. <laughs>